0: Getting the best out of LinkedIn, this is The Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to today's episode of The Learning with me, Ennio Sung at Global.media. Your LinkedIn profile is possibly the most important part of your LinkedIn presence. It's where everything starts and stops. Because it's the first thing most people will see about you. And if it's someone's going to do business with you, they probably check out your profile first. Essentially, your profile is like your home on LinkedIn. It's like your web page on LinkedIn. It's a piece of real estate that you should take very good care of. So today we're going to look at your LinkedIn profile, why it's important, and how you can make it work for your business. More importantly, we're going to look at the disasters that you should avoid. That way your LinkedIn profile does not scare people away. Let's get straight into it. given the importance of your LinkedIn profile, I'm always shocked that so many people make a hash of a profile. See, when you don't complete your profile properly, basically you are almost destroying your chance of attracting the right people, be that people that you find on LinkedIn who might want to do business with you. So whether that's prospective customers, suppliers, or even partners. See, if those people are looking for someone like you to possibly do business with, if they don't like what they see on your profile, then essentially they'll walk away. The thing about your LinkedIn profile is that there is no right or wrong way necessarily. There's no perfect profile. Now, what makes a good profile is essentially subjective. Simple reason for that is that what has to be on my profile, given that I am business owner, you yeah. know I am a LinkedIn expert, you yeah. know I have many other expertise, and I have many other passions. So what's on my profile is going to be very different, given that it's aimed at potential customers, suppliers, and even investors. Whereas a graduate's profile is going to be very different. It's going to be more like a CV. Whereas mine is going to be say, something like more and more like an experienced practitioner, someone who's going to get a, come across as a subject matter expert rather than being a job seeker. See, even though there's no ideal profile, there's still things that you can do to improve your visibility in search. So if you complete your profile properly, then people who are looking for you will find you in search much more easily. Also, when someone sees your post and they want to go and check you out, they will see what they want to see, which will reassure them that you are credible, that you're trustworthy, and that, you know, you're potentially worth engaging with. And similarly, people you're trying to reach out to when they go to your profile, as I said, unless they see what they want to see, which is that you are who you say you are, you do what you do, you can actually help people the way you say you can, then they will not want to do business with you. So if you complete your profile decently, then you come across as professional. Now, whereas if you let your profile slip, if you neglect doing the basics, if you allow the disasters that, that I'm going to go through in this podcast to fester, to become a feature of your presence, then you will essentially come across as someone who doesn't care enough to want to come across as a leader, an influencer, someone who cares about how they look online. So avoid the pitfalls, and that way, at least, you know, you, you don't come across as someone who's not worth engaging with, someone who scares prospects away. So without further ado, let's talk about the six disasters I see. You know, they're, they're simple, and many of them I'm sure you think are just obvious, but you'd be surprised that people make these mistakes every day. I see, as, as someone in my role who has people to, to create LinkedIn profiles, you'd be amazed at what I see that we then try and work on to help our clients to attract more of the right people to the business. Let's play the game in no particular order, just you know, probably order of, I guess, just ridiculousness, would be the best way to describe it. By the end, you, know, you get a good idea of what to avoid. And then also I will give you an idea of how to optimize your profile for LinkedIn to make it actually work for your business. So let's look at the first one. The first thing that people, many people get wrong is amazingly that space where LinkedIn asks you for your first name, and your surname. See, it turns out this task is simply beyond many people. They just can't seem to want to use their name. They want to hide behind the company name, for example. You can't hide behind your company name. Now, LinkedIn wants you to be a person on a profile. The place for your company name is in your business page. That's where you can put your business name, your business profile, and everything that you want to put about your business. But in terms of your personal profile, you have to put your name. And your surname as a starting point. But you must bear in mind that LinkedIn may well ask you for your ID sooner or later. You know, literally, literally might want to verify who you, who you say you are. Now, I've never seen anyone who has ID documents to prove that they are company name limited because there's no such document that, that exists. You know, your owner of a company doesn't mean that you can keep that name. So if LinkedIn finds that you've used a company name on a personal profile, more likely than not, they will make you change that name to your personal name. It sounds simple, but it's a good place to start. Put your name into your LinkedIn, let's start there. So the second thing that people tend to get wrong on their LinkedIn profile is this little box on the right-hand side that contains your profile URL, so your profile link. For some reason, many people don't seem to notice when they set up LinkedIn, that's this URL actually exists. Well, of course you have a link to your profile. How else is anyone going to find you? See, so when you set up your profile, the first thing LinkedIn will do is they will give you a link that's in a format of you know, LinkedIn, blah, blah, slash, slash, whatever they, they put on before. And then it will have your name and then random numbers at the end of your URL. See, you can easily customize that URL from day one. No one wants to see your link with numbers. For one, it just looks ugly. It looks genuinely ugly. It it looks like you don't care about your public image. It looks like you don't care how you come across. If I'm going to give someone a link to my LinkedIn page, it's much better that I give them a link that says LinkedIn forward slash whatever NEO song rather than NEO song dash random numbers. What no Zero, three, one, whatever LinkedIn puts there. It's much more... It's much more functional. Your customer URL is as much a matter of vanity as it is functional. So as much as you're gonna know, say it looks ugly when you don't change it, something customized, you know, similarly, people trying to really find you just have a bit more of a challenge to find you. Now see so LinkedIn recommends that you might want to add some brand keywords at the end of your profile URL. So it might be NEO Sung marketing or LinkedIn guru. Whatever I might want to put there. For you is to think what do you, people who are looking for you want to find you for? do always want to be known for. Now, what what is your expertise? You know, what is your your identifier that makes you unique? You know, sometimes you might want to put that there, but you now very often what just want to just set it for your name. Change your profile url to go and customize it to something that's much more bearable i will say another thing i'll say about your profile url is that you're limited to five changes of your customer url in any six months now a client today who wants his profile url changed but he's changed it too many times in the last six months but We can't change it for you know, the period until that time expires he's kind of stuck with what he's got you know we can try when time comes so the point here is be very careful before you make a switch of your profile url now, the third thing, you know, it's, again, it sounds so obvious, but it's just, it's really one of those weird things in life, I guess. Like when you see things in any walk of life, which sort of leaves you shaking your head after time. See, it's really hard to believe that people don't have a picture of themselves that they can use as the LinkedIn profile picture. And I can fully understand that for most men, a wedding is a place where you get to wear a smart suit. And that could explain why on LinkedIn, there are so many Wedding photos as profile pictures. Yeah. Look, you know. Let me tell you. You know, simply that wearing a smart suit and having a flower on your lapel whilst having a glass of champagne is frankly no better than a photo of you in a pub sipping on your pint of beer. I've got nothing against you know sipping a pint, a pint of beer, but unless. You're going for a job in a hospitality venue. You know, essentially, I wouldn't use, a, use any, either of those pictures on my LinkedIn profile. Now, you want to come across as a, as a professional person. Uh, at the very least, you know, what you can do is simply get your phone out, get someone to take a headshot of you. you know, a picture of you know, You, I don't know, above your neck that includes your face. It's not, it's not rocket science. You know, better still, you can just get a, a professional headshot done by someone for a, really, for a reasonable price. Some people like to hide behind a logo instead of using their, their headshot. There's no point in doing that. Look, I always tell my clients that people do business with people. So put your face there. People choose to do business with you sometimes based on whether they like and believe they can trust you, based on how you look. No, but let me tell you, you know again, if someone does not want to do business with you because of how you look, there'll be someone else who will. Now there's no need to hide. know someone's got front to your business, and you know, there's no point you get into an interaction with someone and then further down the line decide that they don't like how you look, and then you wasted your time. Be your brand face, have a brand identity, and the right people will come to you that you can do business with. So now, another very big problem that I see on people's profile is now, the big one, is the empty profile syndrome. Now, I would never understand why you'd want to have a profile with just your name on there. See when you when you all you have on your profile is your name. The only thing you can get found for is i searching for your name, you know, which doesn't happen too often at all. You now half the world doesn't look for one person. You know I can fully well understand that some people think they're so precious, they are so important that they don't want potential customers trying to find them or connecting with them. They don't want you know, potential partners. They don't want potential suppliers. They don't want anyone connecting with them. Now, literally, they, they don't need the social side of LinkedIn. Which I ask the question, why are you on LinkedIn then? Now, that's only what we'll see. these precious people is the only way I can explain why I've been see, I've been seeing people recently that uh, someone's got eight connections, someone who's got you know, 18 connections, another one who's got 12 connections. It's as precious as you may be, the internet. another problem that we have on LinkedIn is that people have the empty profile syndrome. I really don't understand why you'd bother not to complete your profile. Now, why would you have just your name and your profile? See, it obviously goes without saying that the only time someone's going to find you on LinkedIn, that's all you have in your profile, is they search for your name. How many times is someone going to search for just your name on LinkedIn? Now, if someone's searching for you or for your business or your, your products and services, they're not going to find you just based on your name. If someone does find you and they want to check out who you are and what you can do, an empty profile just puts them off. So given that the internet works on the power of words, you do well to add some words to your profile just beyond your name. A complete description of the service that that you provide, essentially complete the About Us and the Summary section of your profile is a minimum. At least say what you do, who you help, and potentially how you can help them. If you do your summary correctly, then at least you, know, you, you might want to use some of your brand keywords at least then the people who are looking for you who are searching for your services can at least have a chance of seeing you in their search results and then when they do find you they can at least have some sort of reassurance that you can help them and that's what connects with you see the next thing that bugs me about linkedin and people's profiles is the fact that when you start LinkedIn, when you open a new account, now LinkedIn tells you right from your get-go that you need to make 30 connections to get the full function of LinkedIn. So again, you know, I understand that some people must feel so special, so precious, they feel so important that they don't want anyone to connect with them. They don't want potential customers to connect with them. They don't want to hear from potential suppliers. They don't want to hear from potential partners. You know, essentially, that's the only reason I can understand why you, you'd have only eight connections or 18 connections or 12 connections, as as I've seen recently. You see, if you are not interested in being sociable on a social network like LinkedIn what are you doing on there if you're going to get the best out of LinkedIn then you need to make a lot more connections you need need to make more connections than 30 that LinkedIn recommends you start off with so for those of us who use LinkedIn for marketing purposes essentially you you want your profile to attract and engage your target audience see one of the weird things about LinkedIn is the simple fact that the more connections you have the more connections that you can make it sounds balmy, but that's exactly how LinkedIn works. So this thing about having first level connections, second level connections, and then third level connections, essentially, the more first level connections you have, so the real connections that you have, the more access you have to their friends. So friends of your connections are the second level connections, and then friends of friends is your third level connections. If you don't have enough first level connections, then you can't connect with many people beyond that. Unless you want to pay for LinkedIn, where you, know, you, can, you have to use InMail and Sales Navigator and, and Premium. InMail is a primary way that you can connect with new people that you, can, that you can't connect with otherwise. You see, by making more connections, you open up this sphere of potential connections that you can connect with, engage with, and potentially sell to. So having you know, I'm sure you've seen on LinkedIn that there's that 500 plus connections tab somewhere on your profile. You see, if you've got 500 plus connections, then suddenly your visibility grows tremendously. You're in a lot more search results because you're connected to more people. You're in more search results and also your posts get seen by more people. Ultimately, you're going to get more click throughs from LinkedIn to your website or to make inquiries about your business, your services and how you can help people. Without the connections, essentially staying invisible on LinkedIn, which almost defeats the point. And the final disaster I'm going to mention about LinkedIn is the fact that, I don't know whether it's due to oversight and neglect, there are many people who don't mention what they actually do on their profile. I'm being kind when I say it might be oversight or neglect, because some people, they essentially, they've worked on their profile at one point, Time or another, and then they just neglect it to change it when things changed in their lives or in their work. See, there's no point to you coming to, uh, trying to connect with me to say I provide X services, and then your profile you just don't mention X. Now, I'm not going to believe you're credible that you're an expert or you have any, any expertise at all in X unless you actually mention it on your profile. Essentially, you can't be an expert in something that you fail to mention on your profile. It's not rocket science. You know, if you want to be taken seriously, want someone to consider you for a particular service, then update your profile to at least include that service somewhere. You know, I'm not going to trust someone that I can't see that what I'm looking for is within their remit. Now, if you change jobs, update your profile accordingly. If you change roles, update your profile accordingly. Now, if you have added services, update your profile. It's not, it's not rocket science. Right, so those are my big bugbears about LinkedIn profiles. So getting your name right, now making sure you customize your URL, now making sure that you've got a decent headshot, which is always important, and making the right number of connections on LinkedIn to at least have a chance of being found. Actually filling in your profile, complete your profile with some information, otherwise nothing's going to happen. And the last one I just mentioned is making sure that you, your profile is relevant and Accurate to what you do today. See, so if you get half those of those things right, you can build credibility, and you can begin to attract and engage the right people that you want to attract through your LinkedIn marketing, who may become clients, and become partners, or become suppliers. See, I'm not one to just moan about things on LinkedIn. So obviously, I try and help my listeners, my website visitors. You know, that's when I, I suppose, no, we, we tend to do watch, read, and listen So the podcast. People will listen, my YouTube audience will watch, and my blog, would, my blog audience will tend to read. If you go to my website, you'll find you know, a guide to create an optimized LinkedIn profile. Because every single podcast I do tends, tends to have a blog written alongside it. It's not a transcript of exactly what I say on the podcast. It's more a summary of what I said on the podcast and also some resources that you might be able to use. So on this occasion, you, know, you, you, can, you, you can find, and as part of the blog for this podcast, you know, a, a breakdown of the sections of your profile that you might want to complete. It also includes some ideas that you might want to use to help your profile to have more of an impact. Look, you know, you only got one chance to make a good first impression on LinkedIn. Your profile is normally the place where you get to do all that, make a good impression and also get your return on investment in your LinkedIn marketing. It's worth spending time to complete your profile properly. It's worth making sure that you come across as credible. Uh, above all, take care to avoid making the huge blunders that can cure your chances of getting the results you want from the, from the very beginning. That's today's LinkedIn Learning Podcast. Until next week, look, as usual, please like, share, follow, do what you do. Uh, Let's hope we'll see you on the next episode of The Learning with me, Amy, at global.media. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of The Learning Podcast. Please like, share and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.